0: Love Talk Radio.
1: The Volkswagen Stop Dreaming Start Driving event is going on right now, and we can get a $1,000 Volkswagen credit bonus plus 0% APR and a new 2015 Passat or Jetta. $1,000 Volkswagen credit bonus plus 0% APR and a new Jetta or Passat? Dream on. No, it's really happening. I'm going back to sleep. No, a deal like this won't last. I've always wanted a new Jetta. You're always wanting to save money, so now's the time. It's 3 in the morning. They aren't even open yet. The early bird gets the Volkswagen. Head down to your local Volkswagen dealer for the Volkswagen Stop Dreaming Start Driving event, where you can get a $1,000 Volkswagen Volkswagen credit bonus, plus 0% APR on a new 2015 Volkswagen Jetta or Passat. Now through March 31st. Don't snooze. You might lose out on the Volkswagen of your dreams. Hurry to a local dealer now. Offers good on new, unused 2015 Jetta and Passat
0: models only. APR offered to highly qualified customers on approved credit by Volkswagen Credit through participating dealers. Down payment may be required. Not all customers will qualify for advertised rate. Volkswagen Credit will give you a $1,000 bonus when you purchase a 2015 Jetta or Passat through a participating dealer and finance through Volkswagen Credit. Subject to credit approval. Bonus paid toward MSRP and is not available for cash. Offers in March 31st, 2015. CDL for details and contact 100 guy w Love Talk Radio. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on BTR. It's our business to tell your business again and child support news. Come talk with us and tell your story. I am your host, Lardy Miss Clardy, and I'm coming out live from California with good news and bad news, if necessary. And my guest again is Brother Alpha C. Hells from Family First International. This is the place to be and to get heard right here on Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on Block Talk Radio. Here is the call in number, 347 884 8684. That number again is 347 884 8684. And the get call in number toll free is. That number again is 877-483-3153. And the discussion is about decent disadvantaged non-custodial parent obligors. And if you feel you are in this category, please call in and share your story. So this is the number again. 347-884-8684, that number again is 347-884-8684, and the guest toll-free number is 877-483-3153. That number again is 877-483-3153. Let's get to it. Let me introduce uh, what Brother Alpha C. Hales does as a founder and president of Family First International, better known as FFI, okay? And as you know, he is going to be our guest, and he's going to discuss issues on what decent disadvantaged non-custodial parents obligories they face when going through the court system and child support agencies, and what he can do, to help in supporting our decent, disadvantaged, non-custodial parent obligants stay out of prisons and out of villages, and informing these systems to work with the general public on options, programs, jobs for solutions to the problem. Okay, Family First International uh, is a Delaware-based grassroots public interest human rights advocacy and outreach support services. They're 501c3 tax exempt membership organization for decent, disadvantaged, noncustodial parent obligers, which pay court order child support. They're open to service all men and women alike, regionally as well as all other states nationally. FFI was conceptualized June 1999, and is also a not-for-profit, excuse me, tax-exempt Delaware Corporation Incorporated in 2013. FSI provides grassroots public interest, human rights, advocacy, and outreach support services, as well as inform, educate, and empower decent disadvantaged non-custodial parent articles, custodial parents, non-custodial parents, youth, uh, clergy, agencies, organizations, businesses, and the general public regarding the unjust laws of child support via the Bradley Amendment. And if you ask me, we need to add in there, you know, the 13th Amendment, Okay, because there's some that going along with that as well. I feel so. Come and join us at three four seven eight eight four eight six eight four. That number again is three four seven eight eight four eight six eight four. And the toll free number again is eight seven seven four eight three three one five three. That number again is eight seven seven four eight three three one five three. And also I want to say this in the behalf of our listeners. Listen, we are not on air to entertain you with laughs and funny jokes. Now sometimes it is funny, but we are here discussing about what's going on with decent, disadvantaged, non-custodial parents, custodial parents, men and women that are complaining about how they're being unjustly treated by our uh, child support agencies and our court system. And we are here meeting you to stand up, speak up, and speak out about these injustices that's going on in your life as you are the ones that's paying the price for what's going on. I hate it when I get on the the air and uh, I find out after everything is over, uh, my listeners is in the background listening, but no one is wanting to, come forward and participate in what we do. Now it's time. Now you have heard some things out there on TV dealing with uh, Carnell Alexander from Detroit, a man that was going to jail or submitted himself to go to jail for non payment of child support for a child that ain't even his. Now all these violence on 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 uh 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 profiling from our policemen, you know, the Rodney King beating, the Trayvon Martin and all this other stuff that's going on. Everybody is thumping. For that issue, now we have another issue, Carnell Alexander, and I put it on an audio out there and didn't say nothing else, just put the audio out there last week on Thursday for you guys to listen to. Now, we got 60 some odd people that have downloaded this audio but there is still nobody I don't see out there with Carnell Alexander who is exposing what the system and what women, and there's some men that's going through that too that need to go through the uh, the welfare department system, and, uh, you know, they have to tell who the mama and the daddy of the baby uh, is, in order to get support, but there, when when something like this comes out, that's very important. Just like FFI is coming out here doing a very important uh, a mission to help people that are decent in the world that are being uh, that are going through changes and suffering behind unjust uh, issues coming from the agencies and our court system, family law. That is, where are you guys? We need you out here. Now, I ain't going to keep talking about what we need to do to come together on every cause that is important like this. Child support, news, and the issues thereof are important. So I'm going to shut up, and I'm going to see if Brother Alpha is on the line, and we're going to finish up our conversation that we had on January 22nd when I left y'all with about four different questions dealing with our decent, disadvantaged, non-custodial parent obligors and custodial parent obligors, men and women alike. So uh, we're going to find out if Brother Alpha from uh, Family First International, the president uh, of this uh, organization, is online. Brother Alpha, are you online? Are you there? Yes, I am. To
2: Wendy, thank you for having me on again.
0: Yes, welcome. Welcome to the show and glad to have you here also uh I have a question you know and and it's not really a question, but you know we had already posed the question in our last uh, uh uh program that we did on January. 22nd, And that question is, why is it important to get the word out about decent, disadvantaged, non-custodial parent obligors on child support issues? I'm going to ask that question, even though we already answered it. But for the hearers of this time, there's that there in the back and wherever they might be, you know, explain why this is so important.
2: Well, it's vitally important and always has been because it shows a differentiation between the deadbeat parent and the parent of integrity.
1: Mm-hmm. You see,
2: for the most part, the system, you know, they they utilize a specific tool that will, uh, for the most part, justify who they deem to be a um, a deadbeat parent. Yes. But the tool that is never used, more so not than, uh, than so, is uh, just a tool of common sense. Because, first of all, everybody is not a deadbeat parent. Wow. We, all, we also know that there's some parents that plays a very uh, fine tune, like a song and dance with the system. You know, they can go into court and uh, they they've done it as a professional for so very long that they
0: play mm-hmm. games
2: with the system. Uh mm-hmm. they, they they more or less know the ins and outs of the system so they can get themselves off the hook. So they come across as being uh decent. But on yes. the inside, internally, they're rock gut to the core and they're just as deadbeat as uh as a pet rock. So oh, I I, I, okay. I say There's I I, I say that to say this. Um just like talking to a friend, um, you know, sometimes you have to implement a little bit more than just the, uh, the systematical tools that you use sometimes. See, that's where that uh, that sensibility scale kicks in by way of, you know, just talking to people, you know, find out who's who. And, yeah. You know, to, to some degree, you know, if you have to... Talk to some people like you're sitting them down on your uh, your your sofa and having one of those uh, uh, talks. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah.
1: But, uh,
2: some For some people, you just have to take them there. You know, and, and those Absolutely. people know exactly who they are. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but we're we're gonna stay on track with this. Everybody, okay. is not Everybody's not a deadbeat parent, first and foremost that's why it is imperative to promote the fact that there are some decent parents that has always been out there, they're still out there, and they need to be recognized as such as being a decent, disadvantaged, non-custodial parent, or, just, or mainly just a parent of uh, of integrity. So, they, yeah. so then they will be looked at in a totally different light of uh, wow. a, a capable, trying parent that just lacks the uh, tools and abilities to do better. So,
0: we're not going to yes. punish particular parents. Yes. Amen. I heard that. Well, let me ask you another question. Is low income, non custodial parents who are unable to fill their child support obligations penalized for being poor due to no employment or child support program options available? Should they be penalized?
2: Okay, your phone was a little choppy, and and I really didn't catch the entire question. Would you mind repeating that?
0: Yes, I said, are low-income, noncustodial parents who are unable to fulfill their child support obligation should be penalized for being poor due to no employment or child support program options not available? Should they be penalized?
2: Oh, absolutely not. And, again, that's that common sense factor. Um, If you can show me in the law, um, I mean, a a, a bona fide law, point it to me and tell me that you have a law on the books that says we are going to outrightly punish you in this venue for being a broke parent. Show me that in the law. Don't talk around the law. Don't show me in so many words. No, I need to see it verbatim, word for word, that this is what we are going to do to you. And because it is not there, that is pretty much the reason why there's so many other hidden sidelines to this venue that uh pretty much allows them to do what they do to in and, and, and have it supported up under other laws, such as making an arrest. Mm-hmm,
1: uh, mm-hmm.
2: Every every court, uh, department of uh, corrections, the attorney general office, you know, all those guys, they all will have you jumping through hoops just to obtain one piece of information. <laughs> and the piece of information that I'm referring to comes by way of we would just like to see uh, – Daily, uh, weekly, monthly, uh, uh, quarterly numbers of the arrested parents, the arrested obligors that has been arrested, and in, in, in the ones that are still in jail. But they'll have you jumping through hoops trying to find these numbers because the numbers are so well hidden and camouflaged up under uh, criminal. Uh, rulings, criminal court rulings, so they ju- they justify those incarcerations by way of putting those uh, particular arrests up under misdemeanors and felonies.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, let me let me let me let me let me ask a specific question under the employment area, since we know that. You know with the common sense They shouldn't be penalized For being poor due to no Employment let alone no Child support uh, programs Available through child support Agencies you know to cushion A fall what do You have to say about There is an article that is Out and this is you know this is just Just to to add To that question There uh, is an article out There that specifically talks about uh, the the unemployment rate, what's going on. Now, I've got two of them. I have one that's from Fortune, and i got one that's from LinkedIn. And the one that's from LinkedIn, Jim Clifton, who is the CEO at the Gallup Poll, he's saying the big lie is 5.6% unemployment. Now, that's a big lie. Now, we're talking about people being without employment. We're talking about decent people that's paying child support, that's uh, in this bracket, that they are wanting us to believe that uh, employment is shooting through the roof and it's only 5.6 uh, percent unemployment. What do you got to say about that?
2: I'm somewhat familiar with the article that you're referring to, and I do, I I do. Uh... Uh, applaud the gentleman for even producing this material for this is the first set of materials that I've been privy to coming in contact with mm-hmm. uh, for this short period coming into 2015. Um, rather the number, my take on it, uh, Miss Clardy, is rather the number be right or be wrong. Point being is we have so many people that's in this child support arena in this child support venue up under the term decent disadvantaged non-custodial parent obligors
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they
2: are persons uh or they are parents that has uh accepted the fact that they have this obligation and they're not trying to be evasive or trying to uh hide underground or what have you to avoid paying right. this obligation.
0: Yes, yeah.
2: But the thing that troubles me is if the person that is, has nothing to do with this arena is having a tough time trying to obtain work, then again, common sense should tell you how much more difficult is it for these obligors to obtain work, especially with having so many other uh, vital components in place that's hindering them from obtaining work. As, yeah, We would think so, such as, you know, there's still people that struggles with uh, licenses being suspend, suspended, so even if they were offered a position, if they don't have a driver's license to get there, um, that's kind of difficult.
1: Uh-huh. Um, and
2: we, as we all know, that all jobs are not just a walk away from from your front door. It's not literally right across the street from you. So sometimes you have to get in your car to get to work. <laughs>
1: right. Uh, and,
2: and then you have some And then you have some other folk that um, has the markings on their criminal file up under these types of arrests, uh, misdemeanors mm-hmm. or felonies or what have you, mm-hmm. and the potential employer. They look in, They look at that as well. Now on the credit mm-hmm. side, we there's some obligors <laughs> that show that, that, up right there. Uh, absolutely. On the credit side, you have some obligors that has reported that these uh, uh, arrears amounts has uh, been reported to their mm-hmm. credit bureau files, which the potential job employer also looks at that and factors that in within a hiring yeah. process as well. So you have just these little basic um roadblocks which still hinders any type of potential employment to come across the table to these persons. Um and that's an add on to what the regular person is dealing with. Um
0: beautiful You
2: know, and when you and when you have to factor these types of things in, um uh-huh. I did read somewhere in that article where there's uh, a certain amount of people that actually have given up,
0: <laughs>
2: given up as far as well, looking I'm for I'm not because it's just how you said it, you know,
0: yeah, but I know they, that they, they, to
2: be they, true.
0: They've, they've,
2: they've given up as far as trying to look for work because, one, they've already run out of resources as far as uh, uh Either a ride to try to get around to the interview they've ran, they've run out of of uh money to try mm-hmm. to you know pay for someone taking them to appointments or uh riding a bus whatever they need it for but th- anyway they're out of resources yeah um and and also <clears throat> aside from that is they've given up because their 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 energy. It's not being, to them, their energy is not being utilized and being uh, respected in a trying manner. Right. In other words, they can go out and apply for a uh, hundred jobs if that's what they feel to do. But when they cannot obtain the right type of work or if they get no offers, for any type of work, they've invested the energy, they've invested, you know, their minds, and all of this stuff went into trying to obtain work to still come back with nothing. So, uh, what I'm what I'm saying is, how many times can you possibly go out, redoing those very same steps over and over again, just to come back with nothing? So, so when their uh, monetary uh, expenses totally run out, they give up. They give mm. up. Where are they going go to go asking to borrow money from people and whoever loaned it to them in the past is probably still waiting for them to be repaid $5.62.
1: <laughs>
2: you know, but any which way you look at it, no one is going to continue to fork money over to loan to these decent obligors if they can't come back and say, here, here's the money that I borrowed from you the first time, you see? In other words, third parties, fourth parties, fifth parties are all digging a hole trying to help these obligors get back up and running. And it should not be yeah. that way. It shouldn't be
0: that okay right. well let me, let me, uh, and, and you're absolutely right. Let me let me add, add something to it because uh, the article that was sent to me, you know, in fortune they go up against what uh the gentleman um uh Jim Clifton is trying to say about the unemployment of being the big lie. And they're saying first they wanna explain on why the official unemployment rate also called the U three which, you know, that's, um, you know, I guess um, employment language, you know, uh, for the labor force, says um, compile the way it is. The labor department uh, releases six different measures of unemployment using different assumptions. Now, look at that word assumptions for each one, okay? And the U-1 rate, for instance, only counts people who have been unemployed for less than six weeks while the Broadest measure, U6, counts as unemployment folk who are working part-time but wish to be working full-time. It also marks people who don't have a job that have looked for one in the past year rather than four weeks with the U3 unemployment, which the U3 is a uh, 5.6% unemployment, which leaves U6 total, which is unemployed plus everybody, uh, which it says from December th- 2013 at 13%, down on December 2014 is 112 So it really do not matter, uh, as what you're saying, uh, what part of the unemployment is unemployed. It's just still a large, vast amount of people, including those that, Pay into child support, especially those decent people with integrity, those decent disadvantaged non-custodial parents, custodial parents, whatever you want to call it, obligors that are uh, that are going through because of the economic economy, uh, economy as they call it. Um, you know uh, they can't do anything about their situation because of this fluctuation of that's booming around them and where they can't be stable to do their obligation as the system, agencies, and court systems is saying for them to do, which I hear from you they're saying that uh, they uh, that the, uh, the parents in this position are uh, set up for failure. So the question would be to you, should a non custodial parent, uh whether whether woman or man in the decent, disadvantaged, non custodial parent uh position and they be challenged in the court system in civil contempt, being in civil contempt. Uh should they have an attorney because sometimes they be in contempt and ain't no attorney in place. They don't even know they in in contempt. Like that audio that I put out there last week, that gentleman didn't even know he was in contempt. He had to find out the hard way and then, uh, you know, expose it on a news media in order for a lawyer to come to that forum. Should they have an attorney and should they be informed properly so that they can be prepared?
2: You know, there's so many of these cases that actually can be solved right there before the magistrate, just pro se just hear me out, hear what's going on, this is how it is. Um you you don't have to threaten everybody all the time, uh, just coming out at you know, at a whim of, you know, I'm gonna lock you up if you don't tell me the right
0: mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Um,
2: there used to be a time where we as a people, you know, we can Handle and situate our uh uh circumstances that we're dealing with we can uh sit down and come to the table and talk you know without the uh the threat of, you know the inferiority of of uh, I'm going to place some hurt harm and danger on you uh that yeah. uh, that 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 has a lot to do with why many of of these obligors these uh, decent disadvantaged non custodial parent obligors uh for just for that reason they don't want to go into the courts as it is because um they 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 get more hindrance and less help than what the courts are set up say that they're set up and designed to do um you know there some of my cases this week which were so mind-boggling that I just feel so bad at times because it clearly shows that the court is going to do what they've been doing. You know, it's it's, it's, it's a, a a pimping modern day hustle type uh, mobster gangster style mm-hmm. deal. Uh, pay me this money for protection. Uh, you pay me this money, I won't lock you up. Uh, you know, it's all <laughs> it's all that, still factors. It all factors itself that? back to money, money, money. You know, is that extortion or what? Yeah, and they, they, you know, there's a the whole lot that goes into this form of business, They call what they call business. But the last time I checked is that we the people, we're not like uh, herds of uh, cows and sheep and what have you that's, mm-hmm. that you take into the market to sell off or what have you and make a profit mm-hmm. and this, that, and the other. We're still, last time I checked, human beings. We're individuals and should be treated as such. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if if you just don't have the money, you just don't have the money. That and this is the the bottom line to this. Even without the money, does not state that you are a bad parent. It does not state that you're a deadbeat, and it also does not state factually in any form or fashion that you don't love and care for your child. It just simply states that you don't have the ability to pay your obligation. But because the states do not use any type of a of a of a tool to really find out who is who per se, so they lump them all in together so then they can pinch them each and every chance they get for some type of money because if you don't have the money, we know you know somebody else that you can go and borrow some money from. And if you're just as decent as you say that you are, you should not have any problem with borrowing some money. But I just just went through that process uh process, Mr. or Miss Magistrate about a month ago, and I borrowed from a different person because the other four people that I borrowed from prior to that, I can no longer borrow from them. So now you have five, six, seven additional parties coming on board that you are in debt with because you borrowed some money from them to keep you out of jail so you can possibly continue to look for a
0: job. Okay, can can can, can we can we do this for a minute? Let let's go on a break. That's a lot of information that we've been talking about so far, and maybe if people, if they're back there listening or whatever, they need to process that much. And we'll be back to finish, you know, on more about what we're talking about on the issue of child support and employment and all the rest of it. But let me take this break for a minute. And I'll be right back, okay. And you listeners back there, y'all need to come and share your story, okay. The number, if you want to call in and have a comment, let us know that we, you know, that we're doing you some service, uh, you know, even though you're listening in. They, you know, you're doing a great job or anything, but we need to know that you're, you know, engaged with us. So here is the call-in number, 347 That number again is 347 And the toll-free number is 877-483-3153. That number again is 877-483-3153 five three and that's for those that may not have a phone and need to call in toll free. And we will be back more on Larry Miss Party and Company on It's our Business to Tell Your Business and Child Support News. Share your story. I'll be back. I'm back. It's Lardy, Miss Claudy, on Blog Talk Radio, coming at you live from California on It's Our Business to Tell Your Business and Child Support News. And we're saying to share your story because my brother Alpha is out here smoking to help the decent, disadvantaged, non custodial parent, Abigail from being tormented and going through problems with our system due to the complaints that uh, our uh, parents and women and men of the light are going through in the system. So he is here to be of help. And if you know what I know, I will get with him because he get with us on these shows because it's important to hear, you know, you're taking your uh, feedback on this situation here and my brother, Alpha C. Hales, is still online, are you? Are you still there?
2: I'm, I'm right here with you, yes.
0: All right, all right. And I just want to say you're doing a wonderful job, Brother Alpha, bringing, you know, these issues that's going on with our Uh, Parents are uh, parents of integrity, decent people that's not trying to escape their obligations. We just need the agency and the court system to earn up to their responsibility and accountability for what they're doing to this set of people. And I just want to, I praise God for you. I mean, there probably are a lot of, you know, organizations that are out there doing a job like this, but not like this. And, you know, and people need to quit complaining and come onto this show where um, there's no bar held back, you know, in talking about this situation. We are up front and to the point with them about what they need to do in getting the education, stop being unknowledgeable, and get with people that are truly in their best interest like we are, uh, Certainly and truly appreciate you, brother. And you know, getting back on that conversation that we were on, I have this question for you. You know, um, you know, should you know, I'm just going to ask it outright because there's no other way to ask this question because it's on the line of what you're talking about anyway. Should noncustodial parents, whose only offense is non payment of child support, be incarcerated in settings known to be violent and dangerous?
2: No, because, again, uh, these aren't those violent offenders, uh, not right out the gate anyway. I I can't say it has not taken a turn for the world. Yes. But that's, again, people, everyone has a breaking point, first and foremost, and this is a system that's clearly intact to break you yeah uh, you know we have so so many laws in place, but it's the way that the laws are utilized that makes the problem you know truth be told, I don't personally I don't have a problem with the laws because I know that there's some people that needs to be put in check, so I know mm-hmm. how that works. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with the way that the laws are being implemented. And that's where we come in as an organization, because we have alternatives to better uh be used with this particular
1: group of parents, yes, yeah. now what how they how they want to go about
2: handling the business their business with debe parents or what have you? That's your creation, you did that, you deal with them. But as far as the other parents, you let us work effectively with these decent, disadvantaged, noncustodial parent obligors because yeah. my, 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 in my view, what we solely promote is we want to lessen so much conflict by way of ridding so much co- confrontation and offset it with more cooperation. Less confrontation, more cooperation. That's That's what we're asking of, you know, all parties of concern. Because it's easier if you had to confront a hungry grizzly bear, and it was just you and that grizzly bear, trust and believe, it's much easier to befriend that grizzly bear with a jar of honey than a bottle of hot sauce. (laughs) So I'd rather (laughs) go... I'd rather go to these hungry grizzly bears and I'd rather work effectively and efficiently with them. So then, and, and I'm talking about the states now. Um, I'd rather work effectively and efficiently with them because there's a way to get this job processed accordingly where there's a win-win-win for everybody. And once that form of cooperation kicks in, it makes this entire venue easier to want to maneuver through instead of yeah. uh instead of people feeling uh have their own independent feelings about the uh their situation it would be more of a um uh uh, uh I'm
1: I'm, a
2: just bear with me. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's okay.
2: It, 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 it would be more intact. It would be more intact. And, um, you know, things will be more consistent is that term mm-hmm. that I was looking for. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, and plus I'm just getting over a cold, so please bear with me. But um, everything will be more consistent and not just running amok where things are just all over the place. You'll, You know, this this should be a system where more parents would just go in there and know what to expect and say, hey, I'm, I'm here, I'm on time, uh, you know, uh, how y'all doing today? And, you know, let's take care of my case, uh, you know, so I can get back out there and do what I'm supposed to do to try to get things right and take care of my family. You got to okay,
0: can I can I can I, can I interject sure. in here? We only got like like two minutes that's left to this show, and I want to get this in real real quick because it's gonna uh, you know everything that you're saying you know is is justified and truly is. And this question on our last show, we were talking about uh, what uh, you know what do we have that will compel parents and needs to work together. And Brother Alpha, you said on our last show on January 22nd, there needs to be some trust amongst the parents and the child support agencies whom supply, uh, this is my part, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, whom supply the distribution of payments to custodial parents with children. Now I'm asking why does there need to be trust among the parent and the child support agencies, you know, so that they can work together.
2: Well, again, that's what it's all about, you know, family structure. We're talking about that togetherness, you know, and if there has to be a third party uh, in the equation, which is the state, there still has to be some value of trust because no one just likes you to tell them what to do and dig in their pocket and take their money. That's what, that's what bullies mm-hmm. do, you know. That's mm-hmm.
0: what bullies do.
2: But when you are working with these types of parents who clearly knows what it takes to handle their business, but they just lack the tools and ability to do as such, these parents are, you know, we all have a problem with being bullied.
0: Okay. So what would you say to those men and women that – have complaints out there about child support, the child support systems, and their injustice, but we don't see nobody, you know, uh, coming together. You know, I'm talking about the parents because obviously there is a complaint. But you know, we we're here on radio talking about this. What, what can you say to those parents and those listeners that are wanting to know where to go and what to do? What would what would you say to those parents?
2: Well. FFI's door is always open. We've been open since 1999. Mm-hmm. We would have to get the nuts and bolts of what's truly going on at the root level of of any given case. We don't work any case from surface level. We got to get yeah. into the roots of it. Then we have to build it up if, if if you planted orange seeds, we want to make sure that you're going to grow some oranges and not watermelons. And then the watermelons show up there, and you say, "How did those get there? I thought I planted orange seeds." Know what you're planting first and foremost, the foundation. But the thing is, is that we have to again, uh, it's it's all about that trust thing again. It starts with the state. We got to get rid of those bullying tactics. Basically, uh, Miss Wendy, all we're asking is calm. The, the the hungry bears down. Calm them down. Put t- put 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 all of that stuff away so we can work appropriately with these parents and hash out some issues. Because our user friendly programs, first and foremost, it still positions the decent disadvantaged non custodial parent obligor to be willfully accountable and not made. You know, we don't need to look over your shoulder and make you do anything. You you know what needs to be done, but you want the proper help of assistance. So that's what we uh, put on the table. It's e- Again, it's easier to befriend that bear with honey than some hot sauce. Trust me. So now it's up to uh, the system. Uh, if that's something that flies right by them, uh, it's up to the parents to make a decision and make a stand. Hey, listen, I'm not here to fight with you people over this uh, this issue, but I need some help. And don't penalize me when I come to you telling you I need some help. So
0: okay. they need, to, well, they need with, to
2: get here. They need to get here. Right.
0: Well, with that to say, we're all out of time. And Brother Alpha, you know, again, we uh, i can't i can't I can't tell you how much that it means to me that you are willing to share you know your heart with you know the people that are in need like this, and to all those listeners out there that are going through this situation with child support, you need to be on this show to uh to give us some feedback let us know that we're doing all right. go on to the website of brother alpha which i'm going to give you that information and brother alpha i thank you very much for you know just being on the show taking the time out to show your concerns and your uh, loyalty to you know people with integrity oh you're welcome you're welcome
2: if i I was up on the moon and they kid gave me and you gave me a call and said that you needed me to be on your show i'll make a way to get on your show
0: <laughs> hey, and I certainly appreciate it because I am the same way. I have a love for the people, and you know, and they need right. to be educated. Not only that, but they need to do something about what they're being educated about. Stop complaining. Let's do Absolutely. something about it. Get together. We got an organization that's out here that's willing to be behind you, and you have a radio program that ain't afraid to talk about anything because you know why because there is victimization and fraud everywhere and you need to stand up speak up and speak out people about it and quit holding that stuff in that's why we got so much uh, uh de- generation going on in society killings and whatever because we're pinned up we ain't got nobody to trust Well you got someone to trust you have f s i Family First International, Brother Alpha, C. Harold and myself on this on this show, on any show that I put out that, you know, uh, that's going to help to bring some some kind of uh, ease and consensus to your questions, but you need to be present and participating. We can't do any more than that. So I wanna give you this information. This is his contact information. This is Brother Alpha's contact information. Go on to his website. Communicate with him. Tell him that he's doing a good job on, on Blog Talk Radio. He has a place there where you can contact and leave your, uh, feedback on. So that, uh, website that you can go to is, uh, familyfirstint.org. Okay, and Brother Alpha, give them a number that they can contact you at as well. Can you do that for me?
2: Sure. Uh, That number is 860-913-6516. If I'm not in the office, feel free to leave a voicemail, and you're guaranteed to get a call back within 24 hours.
0: All right, and also if you have general information for me, comments or concerns or even requests uh, on topics to talk about, you can email me at WendyClarty at com, and you can find me on Facebook at forward slash w Clarty and Twitter at Lordy Miss Clary. Now, we're signing off, and I'm going to leave you with a thought for the day, okay? Uh, we see people every day going through some kind of changes especially in the area of child support news. Leaving this because of the lack of knowledge, our people perish. And also, we don't have a a group of people that is willing to stand up for each other in this area. Would you please come forward and help one another, all right? Because knowledge is power, but people is power, too. So I challenge you this day to help one another that is in need. Come on to this show. Visit Brother Alpha C. Hale's website, Family First International, and come and be a part of the whole of what we're trying to do to uh, help you guys, you know, feel better about your situation. We can't do it without you. Use the knowledge. Don't abuse it. And with that to say, Thank you for coming on to this show, listening to Lottie, Ms. & Company on BTR. And we will contact you again next week, Thursday, every Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time in the Eastern Center area. And over here in the Pacific Time, it's 4.30 when I start this show on It's Our Business, Tell Your Business and Child Support News. So share your story. Stop being behind the curtains and just being a listener. Let's let's come and enjoy and join in and talk about what the issues are and what we can do about it. But we need you. Have a blessed evening. Good night.
1: There. And we'll never be To the party and everyone who Yeah.